What's up, everybody? A new episode of Refined Taste coming up next. But first, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, we just want to throw a big thank you out to everybody that came to our live audience show at The Little. Uh, it surpassed all our expectations. We're so excited that everybody came out, enjoyed it. Uh, we got amazing feedback. Uh, thank you so much. Um, people have been asking about another one. Uh, we'll be shooting for a couple of months. Well, maybe March, April. Um, not too soon, but uh, not too far away either. Definitely. Um, and then also, big thank you to everybody that voted us uh, best podcast in Rochester in the city newspaper. Um, it's a lot happening at once. It's uh, it's amazing. It's it, it's great to get that feedback. Uh, feels like we're we're doing uh, something that people really love and appreciate. So thank you so much for uh, coming out to the show and voting for us. Uh, you know we'll keep uh, delivering great content and uh, episodes and great interviews with unbelievable guests that you know and love. Uh, next is another one, uh, a guest that we've been trying to get on for a long time. He's just so busy. Uh, he just opened up his own spot, his own brick and mortar at 1157 Culver Road, Peels on Wheels Pizza Garage. We got Luis from Peels on Wheels coming up next. Uh, definitely check him out on Instagram, Peels on Wheels Pizza. If you want to make pizza, you don't know how, uh, definitely check out his, um, his classes at the Brainery. Just go jump on the Brainery, type in pizza. He's got two classes coming up. Check that out. Enjoy the episode. Anthony Bourdain, Ina Garden, Bobby Flay, Rachel Chester, New York Hunger's a duo Wielding jokes Armed with forks Nothing but the Finest cuisine In the Empire State Napkins down Pinkies out Enjoy a garbage plate You've heard the others Now here's the best a great A cut up rest The funniest foodie friends you will ever find But don't get it twisted Their taste is refined Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to another episode with, of Refined Taste with Daria and Chris. I'm Dario. I'm Chris. <laughs> What's up, Chris? How are you? Uh, apparently my, my network is dying, so <laughs> not great. All right, well, we, we got to start doing these in person, I think, honestly. Your internet's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it's oh, a problem. We have another amazing guest. Uh, we've been trying to get him on the show for a long time. Uh, we're just so happy we got him now. He's been a busy guy. Uh, welcome yeah. to the show, Luis from Peels on Wheels. What's up, man? Not much, man. Appreciate you guys having me on the show. I know it took a couple of tries for us to get together, but appreciate your understanding of being flexible. But all that matters is I'm here now. That's right. Yes. Exactly. Welcome, man. You are here. Um, we visited you about a week ago, man. Uh, uh, we, we ranked our visits recently. That was uh, immediately in the top five. That was number one. Yeah, no, number one. Number one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know. But, I'm pretty uh, sure I, seen, yo, I, I heard you guys say that on a couple others. <laughs> no, we look, you gave us cookies. It was your birthday. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah, to see yeah. the cake. You gave us like so much pie, like so yeah. much. Lots of pizza. <laughs> I had to get you guys some Detroit, some New York. Oh. Um, and then I had to show off the, the pizza saber and the pizza slayer. You guys yes. were having fun with yeah, those custom yeah. blades too. <laughs> we got to jump yeah. in the in the ape. Like yep, yeah. yep, yep. Lots of toys, lots of toys in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, I stabbed Chris with it. Remember that? That was <laughs> yeah, <cool>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those things are scary sharp, man. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah, I spent a little time on that web, on like the Instagram Oak Forge it is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy's insane, yeah. man. He's insane. Yeah. Super talented. He was actually on that show on Netflix, uh, Forged. Oh, um, I love that show. Yeah, he was on, I want to say season one. Um, he got eliminated like really, really early on. Um, but still super talented <laughs> yeah yeah. No. yeah that's for sure that's awesome yeah, yeah so yeah. we'll uh we'll start let's do it a little differently let's talk about where you're located right off the bat you just opened how long have you been open about two months or so three? Uh we first first i think it was either first week in august um it was either first week yeah. in august or end of july so you're talking eight weeks now, give or take. Yeah. Eight weeks. I don't even know. Um, somewhere around there. I like that. Um, but in like any event, measure it like a baby, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it she's is, eight weeks old. I'm always, I'm always being asked, you got kids, any kids? And I'm like, this is my baby. So it's funny yeah. you guys mentioned yeah. that. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've been open for Much a couple months Much more productive now. baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we've been open for, for a couple months now and it's been, it's been a wild ride thus far. This whole thing, you know, from the start has been a wild ride, but yeah, we're located off of Culver road, um, in the Beachwood neighborhood, uh, just up, uh, I want to say a few blocks North of, uh, East high. Um, we're directly across mm-hmm. the street from Arlene's costumes. The address is 1157 Culver road, but yeah, nearly at the intersection of parcels and Culver. Um, we couldn't be happier with the location. Location was actually near, <laughs> pretty much pinpoint where I wanted to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we started doing pop-ups over at Three Heads Brewing. That was our first pop-up venue. And um, that one specifically, we were there and went from being there every other week to being there weekly towards the end of our, our pop-up season. Um, and And honestly, like, that venue specifically, it never got, it, it was never any slower. It just got busier and busier. 
Um, I mean, it seemed like week to week, we were selling 10 to 15 more pies at that venue. And I'm like, man, this is so consistent. The customers who are coming back are the same faces. And it just made me like, think like the customers are coming here to see me, you know, I got to find a location somewhere around this neighborhood. And surely enough, I'm literally, you know, four minute drive from that brewery. Um, so location Mm -hmm. couldn't be more prime. So we're super happy where, where we ended up finding a home. Yeah. Yeah. You're about four minutes away from me too. So that was well planned. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 10 minutes away from me, but I'm not going to hold it against you. (laughs) (laughs) All good. All good. Location number two. I'll try and get it closer to you. Excellent. Excellent. You'll be competing with yourself though, but uh, yeah, no, that's fine. I'll keep you in business. (laughs) No, it's great, man. Uh, no, we're very happy for you. Congratulations on opening that location. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I try, you know, everybody, uh, we try to think of ourselves as like different, right? Always mm-hmm. with our posts and just well, how we do things. Um, obviously, everybody posts about the pizza, but I wanted to post about some different things. Uh, so if you look at our posts, <laughs> I, I finally posted <laughs> about pizza today, I think. But you know, we talked about the aesthetic in your location. Mm-hmm. We talk about the blades. We talk about the truck, like mm-hmm. touch on different things that I feel like, uh, you know, hasn't been focused on yet, which is cool. Um, yeah, but yeah. just talking about the location, it, it's gorgeous in there. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I was very fortunate to, to find the landlord that I did and, and him and I kind of hit it off right off the bat um, in regards to what, we wanted to do with the space and, and essentially just allowed me complete freedom, you know, with what I wanted to do and, and allowed me a blank canvas. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a full remodel, you know, front to back, top to bottom. And we were going for like a clean open concept and really, you know, the, the whole, whole purpose is, you know, we, when we have our customers walking in, we want them to see, you know, what's going on, you know, in the kitchen, see us handling the dough, tossing it up in the air, stretching it, topping it, garnishing, all that stuff. And, and we wanted an open, welcoming environment. And, uh, but yeah, I couldn't be happier with the way the space turned out. And it's so funny how like all the pieces kind of come together and, and the vision becomes, you know, obviously more and more clear, more pieces you put into place. And it was just one kind of cohesive plan and, and ultimately led to my pizzeria. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, uh, you got that Ferrari red color going throughout yeah. the location, and which is awesome. You know, what's funny too. So we imported that little vintage vehicle from, from Naples, Italy. And, uh, my father-in-law owns a body shop and initially I wanted to go with a white truck and I wanted the branding to be white. So we started out with that. And then my father-in-law was like, why don't you go with red, but not just red. What if I got official Ferrari red paint? So we got like the 2009 model of uh, Ferrari uh, official red paint on that Ape. And then you'll see that accented throughout the uh, actual restaurant from, you know, the little accents of the, the uh, what is it? The gas pipe that we, you know, painted red for the sneeze guard. Mm-hmm. And then even our, our, you know, our oven too and our mixer we we did like one of those color fans and, and got the color matched as closely as possible because we couldn't just buy a whole bunch of Ferrari red paint, give it to the oven company and say paint it this color. But uh, <laughs> we got it pretty much damn near, you know, on point to match. But yeah, 
as you look at our branding, we wanted to be consistent, you know, with the white, red, and black. And you see that throughout the restaurant with our truck also, our, you know, merch, and, and just really just trying to keep it as clean and consistent as possible from the social media platforms, the website, you know, and the restaurant and the brick and mortar and the team and, and the, the, the merch that we're, we're wearing our uniform. Yeah. Is that all you, man? Is that coming out of your brain? <laughs> well, no, honestly, it's been like a collective effort, you know, and, and I can't sit here and say this was all me. And, you know, I, I've had a lot of influence from friends and family and, you know, people suggesting this here, suggesting that there. But like my wife came up with the name Peels on Wheels. Um, that was not me. Um, my sister-in-law came up with our branding and our logo. You know, my father-in-law um, essentially helped me customize and build this truck you know, using his, his work experience. And, um, it just kind of, like I said, it just kind of all came together and it's kind of weird to like reflect back on it because at throughout the entire journey, it's just like, you have no idea what the hell you're doing. And it just kind of comes together in some way, shape or form. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a collective effort, you know, but like I said, a lot of influence from friends and family. No, oh, that's great. Kind of, it a, is, it is a little team that you inherited. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's awesome, too, because it's, it's something that I can share with not not just, you know, my family, but also my wife's family. Um, you know, my parents were heavily involved in, in a lot of this, you know, from from building the business up. And, you know, my wife's, you know, family also helping out with with some other aspects of it. So it's it's been neat to share this experience with with those close loved ones. Yeah, no, for sure. Um that's great. I mean, I don't feel like my uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law don't help at all in my career. So. <laughs> I mean, they're nice, they're nice people. Don't get me wrong. No, but, uh, it's all it's all your it's all your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah my parents definitely that help. Was, but, yeah. was all you. <laughs> so get this. Um, my uh, my in-laws have never seen me do comedy ever. Isn't that crazy? For real. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> I can't say there. I never cook for my my in laws. <laughs> See, it's, yeah, it's like everywhere I'm going, I'm always cooking. Whether I'm going to my parents' mm-hmm. house or if I'm going to to my in laws, some way, shape, or form. You don't mind though, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Honestly, I, I I love to cook in general, not just pizza specifically. Yeah, I love making pizza. You know, um, I love the craft itself, but in general, I I love cooking at home. Always been passionate about it. I went to school for food service management. Worked in multiple facets of the industry um and and just really you know home chef you know and that's yeah. that's what i truly enjoy um but yeah no can't complain you carry a little bit of dough around with you wherever you go <laughs> well, the first year it seemed like everywhere i went even on vacation i was still messing around with pizza dough um going to friends so right out, was, out on the beach just flipping the flipping the around legit no it's hilarious though um i would i would because I, I had rock box i would bring that shit everywhere you know any chance mm-hmm. and opportunity I, I could i was i was making pizza especially in the very beginning when i started to really think about doing something you know uh, as far as starting a, a small little mobile pop-up business and i was taking it seriously you know i, I wanted to do it on the side of my full-time job so any of the time that I had outside for, of my full-time job, I was dedicating it to, to perfecting my craft. And, um, but yeah, I literally, I mean, <laughs> making pizza in Vegas, making pizza in Florida, 
you know, making pizza in Sedona, Arizona, Colorado, all over the place. Um, and really just, just became obsessed with it. You're like, uh, Carmen San Diego making pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. in the world uh-huh. is Luis Perez? <laughs> um, uh, get those little, uh, <laughs> those guys that do the, 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 <laughs> the acapella thing. guys. The acapella <laughs> guys. <laughs> just have them in the shop, like right behind the app. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just like in the yeah. corner and you're like snapping yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interestingly miss- carmen san diego also wears ferrari red so oh that's amazing oh. wow <laughs> amazing. <laughs> i think you need a trench coat and a hat though i don't know yeah we're, but, uh, we'll get that for you <laughs> it's crazy though like how red has become like one of my favorite colors now you know mm-hmm. and and now it's like it's almost an obsession I'm starting to, it seems like my wardrobe is all red now. <laughs> you better look out, That's man. perfect. That's perfect. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't get caught in the wrong hood. But, uh... Exactly. 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 Don't go to Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's like, it's my pizza colors. He's like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, um, no, it's great. It's a great color. It's great branding. You know, I, we talk about branding a lot on this show and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I feel like, uh, I mean, your stuff is, it's awesome. And then it just kind of converted right over to the garage, which I love too, because mm-hmm. obviously you're not on wheels anymore, right? Yeah, you got the garage. Yeah. That was so one that, thing for our, our, our followers and our, our customers and our, you know, community. They're like, well, if you're opening our brick and mortar, it's not on wheels. What are you going to call it? And we didn't want to come up with a whole new name, come up with new branding or anything. So uh, the pizza garage kind of um, ties it all together. You know, Peels mm-hmm. on Wheels was our, our food truck and and the pizza garage, you know, it's technically Peels on Wheels pizza garage, but the emphasis is on, on pizza garage. And a lot of people, when they refer to the restaurant, they're referring it to it as the pizza garage, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah. and, and that's why we have that garage door in the front of the building, you know, the little Biagiarape park, you know, right on display inside the restaurant. So we have the ability to pull the vehicle in and out, you know, to be able to do some of those private parties or pop-up events or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's great. It did. It, it worked out perfectly. Um, I mean, it, the building could have been a transformer also. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. You could have kept Imagine it on a little Biagiarape and... transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just changes into the boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, like a pissed off Italian guy. And you're like, hold on, I got a, I got a wedding, I gotta go, and then it changes yeah. back. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. No, um, no, it's great, man. Um, it's a great location. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, everything's great. I mean, so let's talk about the pizza. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. to that. So, when when did you start? thinking about pizza like what were you doing before you um started putting time into peels on wheels so so before uh peels on wheels like the most recent jobs i i had held was i worked and prepared foods at wegmans uh for a few years a couple of years um and then from there i went to rit and i was managing one of the dining halls on campus and it was that job where it allowed me to have a lot more time on my hands because you know, we, we nearly, I worked, you know, Monday through Friday, essentially nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, weekends, holidays off, summer's nearly off. 
um, a plethora of vacation time. So it was then that enabled me to have the time to kind of pursue this pizza thing. But my mm. whole work career, I've worked in multiple facets within the industry from, you know, local chains to, um, or chains to local mom and pop restaurants, to banquet houses, to taverns, all sorts of stuff. Um, and it's funny to like reflect back on all those jobs because each job had pizza in it in some way, shape or form. Now, granted, <laughs> I did work in a couple pizzerias for 10, 12 years, but unfortunately that work experiences and, and now reflecting back on it, it was all experiences of what not to do when it comes to pizza. You know, I, I learned like the basics, how to handle dough, how to launch pizza in the ovens, um, which is like the two most difficult pieces um, to, to pizza making um, from like a, a technique standpoint. Um, but really, that's all I got out of it, you know, and uh, obviously all the, the things that you shouldn't do. Um, but yeah, fast forward, you know, to two years ago, um, purchase a portable pizza oven. Uh, just to step up my pizza making game at home. I was an avid at home pizza maker. Um, you know, say there was holiday parties or anything like that. Lewis was making pizza, bringing over some pizza um, <laughs> for, for the get together um, or someone coming over or if, if having boys night, you know, playing cards or anything like that. Lewis was whipping up a pizza for us. Um, but yeah, it was when I, I purchased that portable pizza oven. It's kind of funny how it, it happened, but we fought, my wife and I followed this Canadian chef um, called Maddie Matheson. Yeah, and okay. Maddie Matheson um, was doing this promo on social media for this oven. He wasn't making pizza. He was like roasting clams in this oven. And, you know, they did a nice little segment on there. I thought it was cool, whatever. Forget about it. Two weeks later, my wife sees that same thing. And she actually clicks on the company um, that creates this oven. And, and surely enough, the company is called Gosney and they're located in the United Kingdom. Um, she's like, did you see this? I'm like, yeah, I saw Maddie Matheson doing some content with it. It looks awesome. She's like, it's a pizza oven. I'm like, what? And it was a pizza oven. Um, so then I started doing research. I'm like, oh man, I, I didn't even know this thing existed. Um, she's like, you need this. And I was like, ah, I don't need it. I'm fine with the home oven. And <laughs> um, sure enough, she encouraged me. We bought it. it was, I ha happened to have like the week off the following week that I got it. And I just started making pizzas and then Little did I know, six weeks later, Peels on Wheels would be born. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, no plan, no intention, no nothing. I was literally making pizzas for friends and family and just getting encouragement. Like, you got to do something with this. And then, surely enough, uh, my my cousin was a big push for me. She owns uh, Embarkcraft Cider Works out in Williamson. Yeah, okay. And uh, she was like, I had nice reached out to her. Yeah. Yep, yes. yep. Uh, Mitzi, Jake, and Caden, uh, uh, they're an awesome team there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, my cousin, I had reached out to her. And I'm like, hey, do you sell, you know, Applewood? Because I'd love to buy some Applewood. I got this portable pizza oven. And her mind already started thinking, we need to get that pizza oven over here, and you need to sell <laughs> some pizzas out of the tap, tap room. And I was like, whoa, 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 let me let me get this thing figured out first, and then maybe we can entertain that. But before that, let me get some Applewood. So surely enough, we got talking and after probably about four weeks of making pizza, getting familiar with this, I was like, you know what, let me go over to their house, make them some pizza, we'll start talking some logistics for a potential pop-up um, at Embark. And we did that. It was probably, I think it was like 4th of July weekend was like my first event um, of 2019 uh, and, and, uh, it was awesome. You know, I, it was my first like exposure to 
you know, I think I made like 30 or 40 pizzas, you know, so which, which one pizzas were you doing then? Uh, just Neapolitan style. I think it was like margarita. And, and when I first started out, it was like, I had a menu of like six different pizzas right. and mm-hmm. quick to realize that that is not the route to go. Simple, mm-hmm. small menu, yeah. <laughs> couple options. Um, but yeah, you get all that experience over time. But, uh, but yeah, I created one pizza specifically, we call it the farmhouse and, um, we, we used apples, um, on it, uh, candied, candied pecans, uh, pork belly, cured pork belly. Um, and then gorgonzola with honey and, uh, a three cheese blend, a three cheese blend of mozzarella. And people love that one. Absolutely love that one. Um, it's like sweet, salty, nutty, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, that was one pizza that we created for that event over there in that venue. And we wanted to do something to kind of, you know, uh, mimic where we were, you know, we were on a farm, yeah. you know, with local fruits and, and, and trying to use what's in season. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how it started. And then from there, just kind of gained traction, utilizing the cidery and their following to, to create my own. And next thing I knew is, you know, going into, to like the winter of, of 2019, um, we were just like, you know what, we're, we're all a go when it comes to 2020. And uh, I was actually at my cousin's house that evening that I was telling you, I did like this tasting for them to talk about the logistics. That's when I came up with the idea to import the Piaggio Ape to the U S oh. um, and it happened to be one of these mm. fluke things where I was on Instagram and I came across this little vintage vehicle and I'm like, this is it. Cause initially I wanted to do a workhorse box truck, you know, the quintessential food truck. Yeah, um, right. and, uh, yeah, I came across one of those little Piaggio Apes and I'm like, I got to figure out how to get this thing here to the U S and then from there it was contacting or figuring out how to get these things to the U S. Um, and everything I was re- like researching was saying that there it's illegal. You can't have them, um, because the company won't pay for the emissions emissions testing here in the U S uh-huh. um, and the safety testing here in the U S. Um, and because of that, they, they aren't technically legal here unless you import it as a a vintage or a classic antique or a classic vehicle. So it has to be 25 years or older. So Mm -hmm. I had to find uh, an importer who imports them from, from Europe. And surely enough, I came across this guy who's out in California, reached out to him over social media, asked like 20 questions, only answered a couple. I'm like, what about the other 15 questions that I asked? But (laughs) inevitably, he, uh, I, I sent, I sent him an email. I'm like, Hey, here's my name. Here's my number. Call me as soon as possible. I'm super interested in getting one of these and customizing it. It's a pizza truck. Not even five minutes later after I sent that email, this guy calls me and he's like, are you from Rochester, New York? I'm like, yeah. He's like, never in a hundred years that I think someone from my hometown would ever what? call me to purchase one of these. And I'm like, <laughs> at that point I was just mind blown. Yeah. And like Amazing. this guy and a, a part of me was like, this guy's full of shit. He just is trying to sell me on this thing. Yeah, but he's right. like listing like landmarks in, in Rochester. Like, oh, I used to be at Duran Eastman Beach and go uh, uh, sail surfing there. And he's just on Google. 104. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Go, on 104, <laughs> go here, go there. But he, he really does have family here. And, and he grew up uh, in the, the Rochester area, graduated from Victor. And it was one of those moments where like stars were aligning, I guess you could say, or yeah, it was meant a to sign be, huh? from exactly yeah. meant mm-hmm. to be and if i was if i was not to take up the opportunity i'd be a fool and uh yeah that was the the final straw to be like all right we're doing this and then we imported it from italy drove across the u.s picked the truck up 
brought it all the way back to to New York. Pretty wild, but uh, that's yeah. crazy. Definitely, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. I feel like. Had, uh, like <laughs> go ahead, Chris. I was just say you had pictures of like what the truck looked like when you first got it, like compared yeah. to what it looks like now. It is. Yeah. It's like night and day. It doesn't even look like the same truck. It's. It is wild, man, and that's why I didn't paint the uh, the e brake on the inside so people can see like the original color. It was an atrocious yellow, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't have a box. It was just the bad <laughs> cabin, really. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun having it like that because you could rip around, you know, the neighborhood um, mm-hmm. driving that thing around. Now I can't really do it because I got all that weight on the back. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it's pretty cool to see, you know, where it was when we first got it to where it is right now. And it's still not mm-hmm. even technically 100% done. Um, yeah. Last year was super challenging trying to source materials and get the build done. Everything just kept getting delayed and delayed, just like, you know, everything else in, in, in the world. But, uh, but yeah, that was super challenging last year. And even some of the, the, the parts and stuff like that getting imported from Europe was a pain in the neck. Yeah. Didn't so you fun. get a flat one time? I've gotten multiple. It sucks. Oh. Um, yeah. So, so basically those tires, um, and, and like I said, the, the amount of weight that we have on the back, um, it, it really, it's a pain in the neck because we're constantly loading it and unloading it from the trailer. And most of the places that we're setting up, they might have gravel down, not asphalt um, or setting mm. up in the grass or things like that. And when you're going through those terrains with heavy, heavy uh, 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 box per se, it's not, not, uh, not great for those tires. So we yeah, got through a yeah. few. <laughs> so the fragility <laughs> of the vehicle is, is, is obviously the most important. That's one thing, you know, we try mm-hmm. to mention to, to anyone who books us is like, we got to try and make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. for this thing because uh, it's an antique vehicle and we want to yes. maintain it <laughs> and so not have to is... keep importing tires from, from Europe, you know, paying an arm right. and a leg for them. <laughs> somebody was driving around Naples in that thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, they no, drive around everywhere over, on those things. So, what so was it before? Been... Like, was somebody using it for something? I have no idea. Like a what fruit it was truck or something, probably. I, have, I mean, they're they're mail trucks over there. They're garbage trucks over there. They're food mm-hmm. trucks over there. Those little vintage yeah. vehicles are all over because um, they have really narrow streets, really small, really narrow right. streets, um, and that's why those vehicles are were made. Um, and and essentially, a lot of them were heavily used in like the farming um, industry over there. Mm-hmm. They essentially called them wheelbarrows with uh, uh, motors. And, and that's pretty yeah. much what it is. And, and, you know, those things, I mean, mine still turns on and runs, you know, and it's a 1981 um, and it's got, you know, 10,000 kilometers, <laughs> you know, on its odometer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy that we actually have it here and we're servicing the Rochester community with a piece of, of uh, authentic or authenticity to the Italian culture. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, uh, that that's another part of Peels on Wheels that makes you different. It sets you apart. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hope that the pizza is the, the thing that brings people back, not just the concept. Uh, and, and the pizza has been the, the biggest thing for us. And as I've been doing this for a little over two years now, um, pizza is something I'm, I'm obsessed with and super passionate about and, and trying to figure out ways to improve um, and not just one style, all the different styles, you know, uh, and for me, I, I, I got to keep busy. I got to keep learning. Um, and, and I, I can't just focus on just one style specifically because I get bored. I get, I, I don't know if it's complacent or what, 
Um, but, you know, we started out with Neapolitan style. Then I started teaching myself, you know, how to make Detroit style, how to make, you know, Sicilian style, how to make grandma style, how to make, you know, uh, New York style and going through all those different styles of pizza. I mean, there's, there's, I think over 30 different styles of pizza, um, depending on where you are. I mean, uh, there's Roman style pizza, which I also learned how to make and got certified in, but um, every single type of pizza has different characteristics, requires different ingredients. Um, mm -hmm. The fermentation process is different for each dough. Um, the types of cheeses that you use for each style of pizza is different and really getting an understanding on those different styles of pizza and educating the community on, on, on what pizza um, is and, and the different styles and, and doing what I can and, and obviously showing my version of each one of those styles. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, how do you feel about deep dish? I mean, there's, there's Chicago deep dish and then there's, you know, Detroit's version of deep dish. And personally, I like Detroit's version of deep dish. Right. Um, it's, it's like more of a focaccia style pizza. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's incredibly unique and it's a very fun style pizza because you can, you can make it three dimensional um by by you know baking it with some ingredients and then you finish it with you know some sauce and then you get to garnish it with different things um which is nice to to see it you know have all those different layers going up um but for me the most important thing no matter the style of pizza is the dough um and and the fermentation and the science behind it and you can call me a pizza nerd or whatever you want to call me <laughs> um, I, I think it's, it's super, super fascinating. I mean, just like fermenting a good wine or beer or spirit, you know, the fermentation of, of dough is very crucial to, to a person or the actual dough's digestibility. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get it to that sweet spot of, of that same pH level of your digestive tract, um, and, and to make it as light and, and easily digestible as possible. And that was one thing when I went to pizza school, that was when it, it really just became something that was not just pizza. It was just fascinating, you know, and it makes you think back on all the different pizzas that you ate, you know, you eat one or two slices and you ate like you, you feel like you ate the whole pie, you know, mm -hmm. and you feel bloated yeah. or, or indigestions caused. And that was one of those like aha moments. Like that's why, that's why I feel that right. way. So <laughs> it was pretty fascinating in that mm, sense. And then so just kind of where, where's pizza school. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Why do so we not know? About can't this? just run there's, by. There's, there's 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 a ton of different pizza schools. Uh, there's some out in California. There's a ton of virtual ones now. Um, when I went, I went to a uh, uh, course up in Canada, um, and it's an Italian company. Well, Canadian company run by a couple of Italian immigrants, um, and they're an equipment company, and they partner with uh, a flower company from Italy. And they teach okay. uh, courses at their equipment headquarters in Canada. Um, so I took a course. There was a two-day course ran by uh, uh, the company's called Italiana Futac. And the company is actually the flower company from Italy that teaches there is called the DeMarco Group. Um, and they had one of their pizza chefs. His name is Davide Deramo, um, super talented pizza chef, well-known throughout the world. Um, he came down and, and it actually ended up being uh, a perfect storm for me. Um, it was actually supposed to be a really, really poor weather, um, but it ended up being great weather. <laughs> but not only that, uh, the people who I was supposed to take this class with or this course with, they didn't show up. So essentially I got one-on-one -on -one training by this 
world-class pizza shop. Wow. And um, it was pretty cool having that one-on-one time with him. And, uh, but yeah, it's a, it was a two day course and I got certified in this specific style pizza called Pinza Romana, which is a Roman style pizza. Um, and it's a, a high hydration dough. And again, it's a very pretty style pizza because you, you, you bake it in stages, you top it in stages, and then you garnish it again. So again, it comes with that, that layers or, or three dimensional piece, which is really, really cool. And you can make make it, it's almost like a, an artsy type of pizza. And I can't wait to, to release that style pizza to the community and, and help raise awareness for that style pizza, because it's, it's, it's actually a trending style pizza throughout uh, Europe right now. And, and hopefully uh, mm. spreading its way to the U S. Oh, you're going to drop that That's on the fantastic. people. We're ready. For yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there's new pizza dropping. <laughs> yeah. No, for me, it's like a, a, an experimental pizza kitchen. If anything, you know, I don't want to serve mm-hmm. Detroit style every single day. Um, for me, the only pizza I want to do that with is the New York style, because for me, I'm a little bit biased, you know, growing up in New York city, I think New York styles pizza is some of the best pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, yeah. the, how the to go piece or to go aspect of it, you know, eating it on the fly. It's meant to, to be, you know, Oh yeah. Served in slices. You, you got to have the plate in half. Be able yeah. To yeah. Have, yeah. You got the, you got the folders, exactly. you got the, the wide people. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> you know yep, what? So I just realized something you were yep. talking about pizza school, but like technically you did do, you did run a pizza school with rock brainery. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and that whole thing, and, and I'm so happy that opportunity came up, but we pitched an idea for a pizza making class to the rock brainery and they loved it. And, and we teamed up with them and, and the timing was just right because it was right when the, the height of the pandemic and where everyone was baking at home and learning how to cook at home because everyone was locked down. Um, and, and the timing of it was perfect. And it actually, you know, I felt like I knew nothing about pizza, but I just knew that much more um, than the average home pizza maker. And uh, from there, you know, the more and more classes I taught, the more and more confident I got in my skill set the more and more mm-hmm. knowledge I wanted to obtain. So all in all, it was like a win-win um, to, to, to provide pizza education to the community, um, still get my brand out there, my concept out there, promote my business to a whole nother, you know, uh, uh, group of potential customers. Um, and then also becoming known as an educator um, in, in the pizza industry. So this whole thing is just been a wild ride from the start, you know, and, and to, to think, past two years ago, I didn't want to open a restaurant. I didn't want to do that route. You know, I had a job at RIT that I was willing to grow a career with and retire with. And, and it was just a portable pizza oven that changed everything for yeah, me well, in a pandemic, really. <laughs> Apparently your <laughs> wife didn't like that job at RIT. She wanted to. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, yeah, I mean. Like was, you need was, this. <laughs> yeah, no, it was scary. That was a tough decision for us. Um, I actually ended up getting furloughed. Um, and, and because of that for a low, I don't even know if I'd be here, you know, uh, doing what I am because, uh, they furloughed me and I was supposed to be furloughed for three months. Uh, after two months, they called me and they said, Hey, we need you back. But during that time, I was just working my tail off, trying to push this and grow this. And it got to a point where we were fully booked for the entire month of July. And, um, they were like, Hey, we need you back. And I'm like, Hey, I can't come back because, uh, my whole calendar is <laughs> full. And, uh, basically I, I had to decide to either exhaust all my vacation time to do those events and go back to RIT come August, 
or just to cash in and part ways. And ultimately I decided to cash in and part ways, but that was a very tough decision um, mm. because my whole work career, I wanted to get to that point where I was, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five and able to spend that time with my family and friends and, um, you know, had that office job and surely enough, stepped away from it to, mm. to pursue my own business. Yeah. Any regrets? No regrets. I don't think so. Not yet, at least. Yeah, good. <laughs> so I'm just, it's still the beginning and, and super, super young. And, uh, you know, for that matter, I think there's, there's so much potential still mm-hmm. yet. And, and like I said, it, it seems like over the course of the two years, like all these different opportunities keep coming up and I'm just kind of riding the, the pizza wave and mm-hmm. uh, enjoying the, the wild ride thus far. Um, but, uh, but yeah, delicious. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I forget who I said that with. Ride the pizza with. Tied yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, like, I'm yeah, drawing that. A, a pizza you know that's going to happen. <laughs> you need a pizza surfboard to, to ride yes. that wave. Yep, yep. You need a peel surfboard that, to ride like the pizza that. wave. I like oh, that. I like this that. is happening. <laughs> well, the, good thing, the good thing about Western New York is that pizza will never go out of style here. So, yeah. Uh, I, think yeah. I don't think this is going out of style anywhere. No, and it's it's a it's a growing industry, you know, and, and the pandemic really helped like the pandemic helped the mobile pizza uh, companies or mobile pizza oven companies, um, two of them being Uni and Gazni. Um, and and both of them, I mean, they flourished through all of this and it actually kind of leveled the playing field for those at home pizza shops. And, you know, these well-known pizza chefs, and it's crazy to think about, you know, that uh, this portable pizza oven just really, really vamped up the pizza scene um, throughout the world. And, and mm-hmm. for that matter, you know, I just got in at the right time. Um, and it's awesome to kind of see it all come to fruition and, and be a part of this pizza renaissance, not just here in the Rochester area, but, you know, internationally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Uni and Gazni, they sound like brothers, yeah. but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so you touched on it briefly. Uh, where, where in New York did you grow up? I, I grew up in the South Bronx. Um, and you know, living there, you, you're kind of spoiled when it comes to pizza. Were you near yeah. Yankee stadium? Yeah. Probably like a, a 10 minute drive from there. Not too nice. far at all. Um, yeah, we, we lived there. We were, we were, <laughs> My parents, I didn't think they were ever going to move. And uh, my oldest sister was going, she had moved to Geneseo. And I believe she had a friend going to Geneseo SUNY. And she had visited her, fell in love with it. And then she actually ended up having a kid and decided, you know what, I want to move out of the Bronx and start a new life for me and my family. And she moved up to Geneseo. My parents, um, they visited her. And obviously, you know, I have two older sisters. One of them's two years older than me. The other one's 13 years older than me. So uh, we were young enough for my parents to quit their jobs and, and start a whole new life and a whole yeah. new world, a whole <laughs> new world. <laughs> yeah. The Bronx and Geneseo. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen, yeah, yeah, I hadn't that's seen a... A, a cow in real life. I hadn't seen like, <laughs> as much grass nor corn in real life, deer in real oh, life. Oh, all the deer. Yeah, yes. you get out here, you're like, where am I? Yeah, sounds uh, like a premise no. for a terrible 80s comedy. But yeah. uh, right. <laughs> in yep. the Bronx, now he's on the farm. Yeah, yeah it was wild, man. It was wild. But, uh, you're uh, but yeah, Luis, no, I'm Luis so, from the block. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, so, 
I'm I'm so what is it? Uh, uh, I'm so grateful that they made that you know that made that choice for us, um, and and it opened up a tremendous amount of opportunity for for me and my sisters. And uh, it's not it's not easy, you know, to be in your your late 30s, you know, to make a decision like that or early 40s to make a decision like that to up and quit your jobs and start a whole new life in a place where, you know, no one, you have no family, you know. Yeah, it's uh, a 300 and some odd miles away, but still, that's 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 not a short drive. (laughs) Nonetheless. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, we're we're beyond grateful and grew up in, in Geneseo. Well, grew up in New York City finished middle school, high school in Geneseo, and then moved to Rochester when I graduated from high school. Nice. I've been in Rochester not like 12 years now. Nice. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it for like a second, but um, I brought it up a couple of times. But when I attended SUNY Geneseo, I worked at uh, Mama Mia's right on Main yeah. Street. Yeah, got to get you bit. in there to sl- sling a couple pies with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're already, on, you're already on call for... Uh, the petit poutine you should like add pizza to your resume too (laughs) (laughs) that's right yeah fryer uh pizza pizza maker wealth associate (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) many hats um yeah no what what do you feel about mama mia's pizza you know what's funny i actually had it um beginning of september i went and did a wedding at the Wadsworth Homestead in Geneseo. Yeah. And then one of my boys was actually from, from Virginia. He was actually back in town. Um, moved there right, like almost essentially like right out of high school. And he'd been there, you know, I haven't seen him in years. And he's like, hey, we're going to be at uh, the Idol. You want to come by and, and have a beer with us? I'm like, hell yeah, timing's perfect. I'll finish up this rehearsal dinner, I'll shoot over. And uh, I was like, on my way over, I'm like, I better get a slice of Mia's pizza. I've not had that in forever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I went in there and I had it and it brought me back to like high school and everything. And uh, it was good. It was good. Um, as good as I remembered it. Um, but me now I'm kind of a pizza snob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew of it. course. Of course. So, yeah. But, uh, it's good. Yeah, not no, great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's not great. It's, it, that's <laughs> definitely exactly what uh, I remembered it being great. And then now I'm like knowing how much I know about pizza. I'm like, oh, they could improve this and like watching them when they're making it and mm. you know their technique and all that and you're just like kind of breaking it down um but yeah no it's awesome uh, oh, that place has been around forever um true so. yeah that, that's great um did you did you grow up did your parents cook was your family in the kitchen all the time oh hell yeah so i'm 100 percent puerto rican and growing up every weekend was a block party it seemed like uh, especially <laughs> in new york city and uh, we were always getting together with family and friends, a lot of loud conversations, every boxing match, every, you know, football game, Perfect. baseball game, all that. The whole family was meeting at my grandmother's apartment or my parents' apartment, all my aunts, uncles, cousins. And everyone was, you know, my grandmother, and my mother and, you know, all my, my, my aunts and everything. They in the kitchen whipping up meals. Um, and and for me, I was always. I was always lucky to have a mother who, who was such a talented cook. Um, and I think that's where I get my passion for food. Um, and, and mm-hmm. she's always been one to, to cater to everyone, you know, who is, who is there and, and could have been someone who doesn't eat beef, you know, and, 
could have yeah. been someone mm-hmm. who doesn't eat this or that. And she was making more than one thing, you know, and she's still like that to this day. Um, and, and it's so funny. My 30th birthday was not too long ago. We went over to dinner at her house. I just wanted chicken stew, boil gisa. That's all I wanted. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> my wife throws like this little surprise party and, you know, my dad doesn't want chicken. He wants pork. So my mom whips up a, a pork shoulder and we got pen- chicken pineal. stew. Yeah. Whips up and, a pork shoulder. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly. a quick thing. Yeah. yeah. That's not a <laughs> six hour, you know, right. and a 12 hour marinating. Um, but yeah, so she did that. And then, you know, my wife uh, is, is plant based. So she tried to do some things for my wife, too. So that's just the type of woman she is. You know, she she definitely wants to cater to, to all her guests. And that's something that, that, that I feel like I I want to also do, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. through my kitchen or my restaurant, being able to to cater to to all the different types of diets or cuisines or anything like that. And just have fun with it. Awesome, man. That's great. That's, that's great. Um, are they proud of you? They love the Oh, pizza. you know, my, and, and it's, it's, it's been awesome to, to, to share this experience with them. And, and they tell me all the time, you know, how proud they are, you know, of, of me and, and my sisters. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that, that it's, it's going to stay with me forever, you know, and remember this whole journey with with my parents and having them involved and and I, honestly i don't think anything any of it is possible without them making that move and and i'm a firm believer in that and i thank them all the time you know that was the best thing you guys could have ever done for your kids ever and beyond grateful for that and i tell them that all the time and again it's nice to to share the experience all in all awesome That's great thanks louise thanks for sharing that no, not yeah, absolutely. Not yeah. Um, I'm yeah, a big no, family guy. Big family guy. Makes me, yeah, I'm going to eat your yeah. pizza more. And <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to go the next time. I you're feel the love, man. No, uh, no, it's yeah. true. It's true, though. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, I'm just, uh, I'd like to think of a prodigy of both my parents, you know, and I got a lot of, of traits from both of them. Um, but they're great people. And, and I like to think that they did a great job, you know, raising all three kids. That's great. Yeah. See, I'm an only child. So this is, this is the best they can do. My parents. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got it right. Though. I'm a, they I'm a first right. draft as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny though. We're good. Like, like, like my mom, you know, and I think a, a lot of moms can, can attest to this, but my mom always said, you know, if you would have been the first, you would have been the last. You really challenged me, you know, growing up, you know, because I was a little, <laughs> little shit growing up. Yeah. <laughs> my, my oldest sister, she's got three boys and her her youngest, she said the same thing. If he would have been the first, he would have been the last. So think of it that way, Dar- Dario. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you, you lucked out there then. <laughs> I, yeah. I did, I did. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think I was pretty quiet growing up. But uh, <laughs> now I'm trouble. But now. <laughs> yeah. You got all yeah. that comedy working inside that mind of yours, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big weirdo. But uh... <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Ain't nothing so wrong with being weird. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. True, man. Um, well, uh, it, it's great having you on, Luis. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I wanted to touch on anything else. You got the Detroit style that you're doing now. Yeah. Um, you 
you said you you were thinking about doing lunch coming up. Yeah, so we're we're working towards that. We're just trying to get through that wedding season. Um, oh yeah, you know, the past four weeks we had eight weddings. It's a lot, you know, from rehearsal dinners or even late night food or even the main course, you know, at weddings and and trying to balance both the food truck and the restaurant. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's a lot of work. It's been very challenging. And we're just trying to work through that first. And we're shooting for middle October, but don't quote me on that. Um, we're still we're still trying to work towards that. And in a perfect world, we're 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 hoping for that that middle October time frame. Um, but yeah, opening up for lunches. And again, when we're fully operational, the plans to be Tuesday through Saturday, lunches from 12 to 3, and then family meal from 3 to 4, then back into dinner service from 4 to 8 p.m. Um, but being closed Sundays and Mondays, that's the plan. We'll continue to do that. Um, but yeah, serving up slices down the road and, and looking to expand the menu to over the course of the next, you know, four or six weeks or so. Um, I just didn't want to open up with too much right off the bat, especially doing all these different private parties. Um, a lot of people call me nuts for being trying to operate the food truck and the pizzeria at the same time. Um, I think I was one we, of those people. Yeah. 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 We, we pushed through it. We didn't know what the hell was going to happen, man. And yeah. quite frankly, you know, everyone's like, your pizzeria is going to be so busy, this and that. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm always the, the person who's expecting the worst. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, people say that's the worst mindset. But for me, I feel like that helps me get mentally and readily prepared for, for yeah. if something is worst case scenario. So, yeah, no, but yeah. It's good to have a plan B, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Plan B, D, C, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah, hopefully opening up for some lunches and adding some stuff to the menu. Um, but right. we, we got a lot of things in the pipeline that we want to do and offer to the community. And like I said, pizza's been the focus and it'll always be the focus. You know, we want to serve a quality product to the community. Um, I love what I do. And honestly, pizza is one of those things that is a very difficult product to offer a consistent product if you're selling more than, you know, 100 to 200 or 300 in an evening. Um, and for me, I'd rather sell a hundred high quality pizzas in an evening than, you know, sell three or 400, you know, okay pizzas. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you stick to what you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And I want to get my hands as, on as many pizzas as possible, whether it's the stretching or the topping or the baking or the garnishing or anything, some way, shape or form. I just imagine like a pizza's done and you didn't touch it and you like open that up and you kind of like get it. Yeah, he just put his hand on it. <laughs> That's so funny you say that because I am guilty of that sometimes. I yeah. am guilty of that. My staff is like, you are insane. I'm like, I know, I know. I know. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's the whole thing, you know, and it is, the team's been doing great, you know, and if I, I cannot, cannot complain about the team that we've developed um, Shout out at to the, the restaurant. Team. Yes, the team yeah. has been beyond amazing um, stepping up to the challenge. Honestly, I have, I think, two employees out of my 10 employees, two additional employees out of my 10 that have pizza experience. Everyone else, no pizza, no restaurant experience. So they've been handling it, man, handling They're it. They're doing so great. Proud of them. And uh, the most frequent feedback I'm receiving um, I, I hear a lot of great things about the pizza, but I hear amazing things about the team. Um, so definitely want to commend my team for, for doing such an awesome job at yes. a very, very bizarre time. Big ups to the team. We met, uh, your GM. When yeah, your GM? Jared. Jared. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 
So he had um, he had some experience over at uh, one of our past guests, Fiorella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary's a so great dude. Yeah. So it's funny how things work. But him and I actually went to high school together. Um, really? We played on some sports teams together. We we're never really friends. Um, we knew of each other. Um, but yeah, well, after high school ended, you know, for me, it was off our own things. Never really spoke to each other after that. And um, from there, a mutual friend connected us like, hey, remember Jared? I'm like, yeah, well, he makes pizza. And I'm like, huh? Him? <laughs> He's going to be president of the U.S. <laughs> and uh, or some mad scientist. And um, but yeah, he just fell in love with food. Um, and him and I just kind of hit it off and, and now he's one of my, my closer friends. Um, and, and both of us are super passionate about pizza and food and, and continuous improvement and learning and, and growing. And I think it's, it's, it was a no brainer for us to, to work together. Um, but yeah, he's our general manager and I'm, I'm super stoked to, to really work with him and, and build this thing. All right. Well, shout out to Jared. Yeah. Pizza, a pizza union. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chris, um, do you have any horrible ideas for Luis and Peels on Wheels? Oh, I, I have a few. I have a few terrible ideas for you. Um, <laughs> so you have all these. Diff- I just thought of this, like, as we were talking, you know, all these different styles of pizza. And yeah. like, I would say that you're a pizza wizard, but I don't want you to get sued. But you're also <laughs> from New York. So shout out to Pizza Wizard. But you're also from New York. So maybe like if you can rename yourself the Pizza Rizza, because you know all these different styles and you master all of them. Uh, and tiger I like style. That. Tiger I like style. That. Yes. Pizza Mystery Rizza. of cheese like boxing. That. Like we can get this done. <laughs> That's clever, man. That's clever. <laughs> I like uh, that. Another idea, like you got the you got the Piaggio Appe out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not necessarily street legal. But like maybe if you like make a um, get like one of those uh, ice cream truck sounds and just like drive it around the neighborhood <laughs> and like throw pizza at the kids when they come by, that would yeah. be a great idea. That'd be um, dope. Just, just come over my house. in that vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just come yeah. over to Dario's house. That's how you can get me to run. That's the only yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> drive like five miles. Of- <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like. Maybe every once in a while, like maybe during the weddings, you can do peels on wheels of steel and have like a live DJ like doing techno while you're doing while you're throwing dough. I love stuff. I love EDM. I do love music. Well, there you EDM. go. Yeah, we can get like some I don't know some some Diesel Boys, some DJ Tiesto in there. Hell yeah! <laughs> like just like spinning. And no, I'd love last... to do some sort of <laughs> event like that. <laughs> We can do this. We can make this happen. I know some DJs. <laughs> uh, my last one is uh, like another thing that's really relaxing besides eating pizza is getting a massage. So like maybe you can also do feels on wheels where you get like a free pizza and then like a licensed massage therapist, you know, works out your back. I'm nervous that I wouldn't be <laughs> allowed within a hundred yards of any schools playgrounds oh definitely not. Wheels. No, <laughs> <laughs> no no you will you will have to stay at least a hundred yards away from my <laughs> at a minimum <laughs> that'd be too funny too funny 
Those, those, I, are, those all sound like great ones. ideas, not horrible ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good one. Execute them. <laughs> I like the uh, the ice cream truck one though for sure. Yes. Oh, like, also, you imagine one of these little trucks as an ice cream truck. Oh a little man, gelato truck that'd be dope. It would be amazing. Mm. Are you talking? <laughs> oh, I forgot my last my my very last one. I promise. And you came Heels up with on these on the wheels. spot today. I, I think about I think about them for a week or so. <laughs> <laughs> the the pizza rizza that was definitely just like right now but yeah when he kept saying no. styles i think we thought the same thing that's yeah. what I was yeah. <laughs> like peels on wheels on meals where you just like you go to old people's homes and give them pizza you know what's funny i well growing up my uncle uh used to work for meals on wheels in new york city and i would tag along in him and he actually had a red truck the the meals on wheels truck was red and i think it's back to that together i'm like <laughs> yeah, all of it, man. It should it, it, and like it, it, it's funny how things come full cir- circle down the road. But you like reflect back on all these things. Like, did that influence this? Did that influence that? Mm, so it's pretty cool yeah. to reflect on all that. Interesting. But uh, I get asked that a lot. Like, do you? Is that Meals on Wheels? Is that is that what <laughs> this is? No, no, not Meals on Wheels. But that'd be cool as hell if Meals on Wheels showed up with a Piaggio Ape and was bringing hot pizza to you door to door. Yeah, <laughs> I would love that. Uh, Honestly, I just want to drive the Ape. I just want to drive that thing. <laughs> yeah, right now. So we got again. It's a vintage vehicle. The brakes are mm-hmm. hit or miss right now. Sometimes they work, sometimes they oh. don't. And obviously, it's not it's not uh, not one of the safest things to be doing if your brakes are hit or miss. They got a mind of their yeah, own. No. But yeah, we got to replace yeah. the brakes in them. So, I mean, I, I as soon I as can... we do that, I'll take you for. Our, a spin around the neighborhood. I feel like you go. Oh, I can't your, wait. Your foot out the door and just kind of stop. <laughs> Flintstone my ass. Flintstone style. <laughs> <laughs> just like slow it down. It, it, it'll it'll get smoke. going. I mean, that thing will probably go a good 25, 30 miles an hour. 35 oh, with the wind. You can get a good run in, Dario. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. That's the gym plan right there. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> we'll be visiting again, Luis, very soon. Definitely. Yeah, I hope so. You guys are awesome. I love your energy. You guys are hilarious, especially when you're together. Oh my goodness. You guys are a trip. <laughs> Me and Jared were having a hell of a day that day. And it was nice to share my, my 30th birthday with you too. Good. We're so oh, glad. That was a that was so much fun. Yeah, we appreciate sure, you sure. letting us uh letting us come in on your birthday. <laughs> all good i'm glad it worked out and again i'm That's so right. sorry it took so long but it was it was a chaotic oh, dude, you, there. you've been busy like it happens <laughs> nah this is this is my birthday month so it's good get some mm-hmm. of my favorite people in here what day's your birthday yeah 22nd the 22nd okay yeah my nephew's oh, birthday is mine too <laughs> where's it gonna be where are you partying <laughs> I don't know, wherever your pizza's at, that's for the party. <laughs> we got to get you pizza on your birthday. All right. It's on all me. Right. It's on I'll me. So take, get advantage you of it. Yeah. Take, take advantage <laughs> of it. It's on me. All right. Cool. Only for me. Nobody else asked for that. <laughs> we got to feed your moms, too. We got to feed right. your moms, yeah. too. <laughs> November that's 1st. It's, it's pretty. It's after that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to moms. She's listening right now. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, where can people find you? Throw the address out again, Luis. 1157 Culver Road, Rochester, New York. Zip code right. 14609. <laughs> and nice. uh, Beachwood. On, on social? Peels on Wheels Pizza 
or pizza okay. with Perez. Nice. Okay. Yep. And uh, are you still running your uh, brainery classes? Yeah. So we have two classes on the calendar right now. Uh, I believe it's no, November 7th and December 9th. They're Sundays from three to five 30. Um, it's our intro to pizza making class. Uh, it's a two and a half hour class. I want to say tickets okay. are $45 per ticket, but that nice. ticket price includes uh, enough ingredients to prepare two pizzas um, during the class. Mm-hmm. And uh, all in all, a ton of pizza history, uh, tips and tricks to the pizza making process. Um, and we essentially make a pizza from scratch together. And then we also prepare a pizza using a dough that's been prepared for the class. So, um, but yeah, all in all, uh, a lot of the, the participants have really liked those, those pizza making classes. So um, again, like I said, I'm, I'm really into the teaching aspect. I'm going to be teaching those pizza making classes with the Rochester Brainery. And if you're feeling up to it, we're also going to, I'm going to be teaching uh, some pizza courses, regional American pizza courses in Toronto at that oh. uh, place called Italiana Food Tech. We're shooting for a date in nice. uh, November, but uh, they've got a big, big uh, request, um, a lot of requests in, in Canada for regional American style pizza. So New York got, style, Sicilian grandma out there. And <laughs> Detroit. They're going through a pizza. <laughs> Okay, yeah, for real. All I can think of is that pizza. Are they like putting gravy and stuff on a pizza? Uh, No, no, no. I'm I'm telling you, I can I can point you in every major city. I can point you to the pizza gems in in every major city. And Toronto's uh, uh, got some great pizza um, coming out of it too. So if you ever going to anywhere on vacation and you're looking for great pizza there's always great pizza everywhere you just got to find it but i know a lot of the gems in those major cities all right well i'll hit you up next time in in toronto me and yeah, drake some gonna get some pizza yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luis, thank you so much for joining us man we'll see you soon yeah take care guys appreciate you likewise ciao. likewise ciao Peels on wheels, man. We've been trying to get him on for a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to get him on, on since we started. <laughs> yes, I know. It's true. <laughs> yeah, we would have had him on in the beginning if we could have, but he's, you know, he's so busy. Yeah. So um, it's good to have him on. Definitely go eat his pizza. We, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, we, we, we talk up a lot of people's stuff, but um, his pizza is, it's primo, man. It's great yeah uh you know it's some of the best in the city without a doubt so you got to go try it if you haven't had it and if you had go eat some more (laughs) yeah just keep just keep just keep going just keep going yeah i mean if you're gonna have pizza why not have some of the best in the city right Mm -hmm. that's just me (laughs) pizza slices are huge even though (laughs) i feel like it's a good deal because like when he gave us our pizzas they were tremendous like I couldn't even fit it in my fridge. It was perfect. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was gonna I, like. I was gonna share with my parents and then I decided not nah, to so. no, don't share. <laughs> don't share. <Yeah. laughs> um, Chris, man. Um, we're taking off next week. We got a break. Mm-hmm. Uh Indigenous Peoples Day coming up. So I'm gonna be away. Um yeah, what are you doing for the weekend? Anything? Um, I was going to see, we'll talk offline. I was going to see if you wanted to go like frolic in a pumpkin patch somewhere. Oh, no, I'm going to be away all next weekend. Uh, uh, Well, sorry. 
Um, so good. But if anybody's in Binghamton, I'll be at uh, the Boho doing two nice. shows on Saturday, this coming Saturday. Um, co-headlining over there, doing some stand-up. Um, and then Sunday, don't don't follow me, but I'll be in Ithaca. But uh, <laughs> not I'll doing stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling with my wife. So don't, you know, don't ask oh, me. Oh, okay. Her. No, no, I don't yeah. want any parts of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to go hiking, hopefully, or something like that. Something. Yeah, I definitely you know. don't want any parts of that. No, no hiking. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to eat some pizza probably, too. There's some good pizza. Oh, definitely. In, uh, Trumansburg. So I might check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got some spots. Yeah. No, definitely. It's a great area. Um, uh, thanks to all the people that came out to our live show. Uh, I mean, I'm still, so I'm still coming down from that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it was unbelievable. I got the recording. Um, I think I'm good. I got the we have a theme song that Saint Hubert did for us. They're mm-hmm. unbelievable. I freaking love Saint Hubert. If you don't know mm-hmm. them, follow them. Uh, they're hilarious. They did uh, opening songs for every guest. All hilarious. All great. Um, mm-hmm. Big fans of them. And uh, our theme song. Uh, I'm gonna cut it out and try to put it in front of all our our. Uh, episodes now so it, it's i'm excited i can't wait i can't yes. wait that was so well, much fun so much um everybody's been asking us about the next one already uh mm-hmm. it's crazy <laughs> and uh We're, I, I, yeah. we'll get it planned yeah. we definitely want to do it i'm saying march april so no sooner than that yeah. people get disappointed but yeah i mean it, it was a lot yeah. of work and a lot of mm-hmm. planning um and we don't want to overdo it either. You know, we want to mm-hmm. make it real special. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got to make sure that we're giving you a good product. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So um, sometime in the springtime, um, March, April, I'm thinking we'll talk to a little. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was great. We'll definitely do it again. Um, very cool. And I'm so happy people came out and enjoyed it. So, yeah, um, we'll we'll announce the next guest at some point. I don't think it's a fall themed guest very excited about that um yeah it's gonna be a really fun show all of october is great um and it's my birthday month so uh yeah <laughs> i'm not one of those people i don't really care that much but, <laughs> it's my birthday month but um <laughs> i'm one of those people are you yeah I know. <laughs> yeah you I were mean, there I no shade to those people but <laughs> i'm just not um anything else chris that we want to promote i don't know um i just want to thank everybody who voted for us for best podcast thank you uh, yeah. in rochester for from city paper uh we got the announcement it's uh it all the all the announcements are public now so like yeah we we're like we're overwhelmed in a good way over that over getting nominated in the first place and then like winning you know, we've only been doing this for a year and like it's been like a hell of a year and we just appreciate everybody who's listened. Uh, I encourage people to listen even more. Um, yeah, go back, you know. listen to old episodes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great ones. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you, Chris. Thank you. I almost forgot about that. I'll throw some of this stuff in the, the beginning too. Um, mm-hmm. doing announcements in the beginning a little bit and uh, some thank yous and stuff. So, yeah, no, big shout out to everybody that voted for us. 
Um, you know, shout out to all the other podcasts that were nominated. Definitely check them out too. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's something that, you know, the, the recognition that we wanted to, it was very exciting to, to get that, you know, mm-hmm. feels like we're on the right track. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you love us. <laughs> yes. All right. Chris, Somebody buddy. Calls um, CNN. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Put us on the food network. Um, I'll, I'll see you soon sometime this week maybe um, yeah yeah we'll figure out a lunch or something I think I'm going to be at Rella on Wednesday don't anybody come out to that uh, <laughs> yeah yeah they fill up real quick <laughs> yeah I shouldn't even said anything cut that yeah, out you shouldn't have. <laughs> Chris, I'll see you soon buddy alright man peace thanks for listening everybody see you next time ciao